Good morning. How are you today? Let's read our scriptures uh, today. And this is just one verse for today in Romans chapter 14, verse 4. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls, and he will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make him stand. Now, this question, who are you to pass judgment, must have shock a little bit to those who hear him, hear Paul, because this is a direct question that must be answerable by them. Who are you to pass judgment, especially for those who judge those who are weak in faith? Believers should not fall into their extremes of legalism and on the other extreme of being superstitious. So these are the two extremes that we must avoid as believers. We must not be legalists and we must not be also superstitious. As I said, there are gray areas in our Christian lives. And these gray areas should remain as gray. And there are so many people today that they are trying to resolve these gray areas to be black and white. And they are forcing it. So what God wants us to do, just like Paul here, is to be tolerant, to be magnanimous. Tolerance is the key. If you and a different believer or somebody else have differing opinions that are really different in your views of certain food or festivals or days, as Paul mentioned here in Romans chapter 14, who is right? And who is wrong in these opinions? So Paul did not say that one must be right, one must be wrong. Both can be wrong, but not both can be right. But let's remain it that it is in a matter of opinion and preference. The most important consideration in answering this question is looking at ourselves. Are we the master? Or are we the judge? Who are you to judge? That's, that's what Paul has asked this question. If we have the temptation really to put judgment on somebody because he believes on something else that is different than what we believe, he has a different opinion than we have. If we are tempted really to pass judgment, we should ask ourselves, who are we? Who are, who are you? Who am I to pass this judgment? I am, am I the master? Am I the judge? Thus, Paul asks this question, who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? Now, take note of the statement. Why are you going to pass judgment? Or who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? In other words, let's posture ourselves humbly and not arrogantly. We have no right to be judgmental to a brother on matters which only God has the authority. He is not our servant. We are not his master, but he is the servant of a certain master. Let's remember that we are not our brother's master. In fact, we are all servants of the same master. In other words, we are just all servants. It's just like you cannot call a kettle black if you are a pot. We are just all servants. It's not the role of a servant like us to pass judgment on another servant. It's the master, it's the judge who passes judgment. 
And Paul cautions us about judging each other. And he related this in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 5, when there were many in the church of Corinth who tried to judge him. And this is his statement in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 5. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself. For I am not aware of anything against myself, but I am not hereby acquitted. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore, do not pronounce judgment before the time, before the Lord comes, who will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Then each one will receive his commendation from God. Here, Paul insinuates that the Lord is not condemning any or both groups about their differences of opinion here in Romans chapter 14. So it is as if Paul was saying, since the Lord is not doing so, why would we think it is our right to do so, to judge them? In other words, since the Lord is not judging them, why are we going to think that we can usurp the authority of God to be the judge when we are not? So let's tolerate them. If God is silent, if God permits it, we should do it as well. We should be like God, tolerant, magnanimous. So let's not make this be a big deal and help. Let us let us keep the major, the major things. Let us keep the minor, the minor things, and not be entangled with these issues about little things like food, matters of festivities like that. Let's keep these gray areas as gray and not to force them to be black and white. And I think God has a wisdom why he allowed this in our Christian lives in order for us to develop a tolerant spirit and understanding heart in order to love, not to love only to those who are like us in the way they think, the way they believe, but even to love those who are different than us. May God bless us. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. Bless us to our heart, Lord. Lord, help us to grow in this area. Help us to mature in our relationship with one another, that we are not here to force ourselves to be like somebody else or others will be like us, for we know that it's impossible. But help us just to recognize our differences, understand it, and able to love each other and even to be more tolerant and magnanimous in our different opinions, Lord. And it does not make one better or lesser than the other, but you're just giving us the beauty of unity despite of our diversity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.